Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's first Friday Toast to the Arts and Park show with the National Parks Arts Foundation. We love these shows because we get to chat with artists and residents <laughs> across the country, uh, wherever they go, whether it's Dry Tortugas National Park on their own island, um, or maybe it's Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, complete opposite sides of the country. But these artists get to stay for an entire month and create. It's, cool. it's a really unique program, and I encourage mm-hmm. you to go to National Parks Arts Foundation org and today we're excited to welcome back painter and rancher alice lee she's been on the show i can't actually count how many times she's she's done a lot of residences and she is an amazing mm-hmm. amazing artist i encourage you to go to her website it's alice lease com and that's l-e-e-s-e alicelease.com she is based out of west texas and we hope to see her soon we've been talking about it for years so so we get to see her on zoom right now so welcome back alice how are you i'm great thank you lisa and nancy it's good to be here and uh this is actually my second time at hawaii volcanoes national park so i'm it's it it was even better the second time I know you were on with us with Fort Union, uh, Dry Tortugas, um, and then, you know, Hawaii as well. I know, I think that's one of the first ones. So, yeah, Haleakala? No? In 2019, I went to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Mm -hmm. Wow. On on the Big Island. And then in 2022, now I I was able to go back. So, uh, wow. This time was better because the volcano is active right now kilauea cool there's there's a new uh i mean kilauea is erupting down in the holia mau mau crater and i apologize for any mispronunciations they're all my (laughs) fault and i've heard it pronounced halema uma u holia mau mau holia mumu Nancy loves course, to wear a moo-moo. Every, every <laughs> way, <sounds> good. <laughs> yeah, every way this West Texan pronounces the Hawaiian names is wrong. And I, and a lot of laughs, and I'm glad that people laugh at me because I, I am really trying and glad I can entertain. <laughs> well, you know, it's better to be laughed at than to be, you know, people get mad at you for getting it wrong. And there's no way right. we can know. I mean, I know it's Hawaii. There's aloha, you know, there's certain things and we don't know it all. And I think it's really harder. It's easier when you get there and communicate with people there, mm-hmm. you kind of get that immersive experience. So you get a oh, little yeah. bit better than yeah, if you, hear, you weren't there. You hear the natives speaking and the park mm-hmm. rangers who are wonderful. They can speak, they can pronounce every word. It seems like perfectly and then mm-hmm. I will try to work on my pronunciation. And uh, they sometimes they look at me and say, you, you <laughs> just can't get rid of that West Texas accent, can you? And I say, no, I just can't. <laughs> kind of born and raised. Well, hey, but, that, you know, that makes sense. Like in New York, okay. we have a problem. Yeah. Well, this is yeah, interesting but, that you went back, you know, because, you know, when you think you've done a number of residencies with the National Parks Arts Foundation and um, going back to the same place, what inspired you to sign up or you know to apply for this one because i know everyone's an application process and 
if you don't get accepted yeah. the first time, try again, artists. And this try is open again. to painters, musicians, photographers, dancers, filmmakers. I mean, whatever mm -hmm. you do in the arts, please do apply. Music, like right. seriously. Right. Um, so Writers, even the, the house, uh, the house you were in, has a recording studio in there, right? Oh, it does. It's wonderful. When I got there, you know, there's the recording studio. The first time I was there in 2019, of course, the crater. Uh, there was no active lava, but this time in 2022, mm. there is active lava. So it was great to be there and, and see that at night. It's oh, really wow. only visible at night, but you can oh. go during the day and see see some of the lava. Mm. Uh, so it, yes, it is an ap application process. Uh, you, you need to submit a resume, a bio, work samples, and a proposal. So my proposal this time, different from last time, was to go along the chain of craters road and paint the sites along that road. So starting, Ooh. and what I did was start at the, not at the top, but at the Haleamaumau crater and the Kilauea crater, and then come down the slope. Mauna Loa is the volcano, and that's the largest shield volcano anywhere in the world. And so wow. you're starting to, uh, just a little ways up the slope of Mauna Loa and at the craters, and then you come down. And so this painting beside me is one of the craters on the chain of craters road. And there are a lot of craters on that road. So I was going along the road, painting all the craters, pull out all the pullouts where you pull out and look, you stop, look, you spend time, like you were saying. This is an immersive experience, and I like to get there and scout painting sites, you know, the first few days. Mm -hmm. Go on all the ranger tours. I can't emphasize that enough. If you're oh, visiting a, a national park, those rangers are there to show you mm -hmm. the sites in the park, and they make those parks for people. So mm -hmm. the rangers want you to be able to enjoy that park safely. So check in at the visitor center, go and meet the rangers, mm -hmm. go on the ranger tours. This is so informative. Um, they can tell you the best spots to go and view the active lava. And you want to go at night to see the lava because, you know. They really are so good at their job that it makes your visit way more meaningful. Oh, it does. Those, those parks were created for, for the people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you, they don't, they can't just have a park and then have no one there. That's part right. of the compromise. You can't protect a place and have no one visit. Exactly. You need visitors. So the park service are so welcoming and, and just really know their stuff. But uh, so the proposal was to go along the chain of craters road. I got about, I got to the ocean. You go from the craters to wow. the ocean. Wow. And then down at the ocean, there is the sea arch that I believe was, I don't know exactly how long it's been there, but uh, when there was active lava a few years ago, that was one of the places that the helicopters flew over because lava was just coming out of the side of the cliff down into the water and making all this wow. steam. And it was really spectacular. Wow. And I wasn't, I of course wasn't there when that was happening, but uh, they had a lot of, helicopter tours down there and stuff so that was it they said it was really something but now the lava is has all cooled 
and there's mm. no active lava there, but the sea arch is there. So mm. I didn't make it to the sea arch because my trip got cut short. Oh, but, <laughs> but a life was born. So there's That's a whole right. different thing. <laughs> For a very wonderful reason, I, I, I came back to see oh. I know because you're going to do an event too. And, and Tanya Ortega, uh, the founder of the National Parks Arts Foundation, she's like, I'm doing the event. And I was like, look, and we got to see Tanya. We're like seeing her on social media because, you know, she's like this amazing woman. And of course, there's volunteers yeah. Yeah. and a board um, and juries who do the, you know, they, you guys get juried, you know, to be right. accepted. And I mean, it's a for real deal, but Tanya is one of the coolest right. people on the planet. Mm -hmm. You've met her. You've got to met meet her, right? Oh and, yes. Oh yes. We're really and jealous about that. You know. Oh, I mean, she we, we she introduced. <laughs> yeah, she introduced my first talk, and I told her, you know, if someone would introduce, I have never been introduced like that. It was so <laughs> professional, and she has a great voice. Cool. You know, it yeah, she does. carries. And I was like, oh, you can't help but do a great job when you get introduced that way, but. Uh, yeah, she's awesome. wonderful. The uh, her husband, he's he's wonderful. I got to meet him, and so I got to see her again when I was back, and and oh, hopefully nice. they'll come over, come over to the to Texas someday and come see us. Yeah, yeah I they are so. really great. Yeah, and sometimes you know they have the jury, and then also the park staff at whatever park you're going to, they also look at your work and see and see, you know, do we want this artist? And, and so I think it's really neat that they, the finals, you know, it's up to really up to the park staff at, at the park. So. And they yeah. understand the park and what, you know, every, you know, that's, that is a special thing. And it's amazing. All the different people, all the different artists that have gone to Hawaii. And I think we've done more interviews. I mean, obviously there's the art house that you're, you stayed in, but I think we've done yeah. more interviews on Hawaii Volcanoes Park out of all the residencies. And it's, you know, it's just, it's been very active. We did a lot with Gettysburg too. Um, we've done oh, yeah. a lot. I, we, we've done a lot of interviews over the years. Mm -hmm. I can't even, yeah. say, I can't even say how many, but yeah, it could, it could be its own book. We should just put everybody in there and say, yeah. look at this. But yeah. um, it is, when you think about Hawaii, it is this moving thing. Does it kind, does the lava, because I think you'll get it more than most. Does the lava remind you of the monsoons when the desert suddenly has a bunch of rain and becomes an ocean so quick and so fast and then it goes away? You know what I mean? With, the, suddenly... with the flash floods, right. Yeah, the right. flash when floods. A, when natural phenomenon occurs and changes the landscape, uh, you know, you, you then you know the earth is alive and we, we have no control over the earth. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things that some of that the natives and the park rangers were saying, uh, you know, the earth is alive and mm -hmm. the earth is the boss. We can mm -hmm. think that we're going to change things, that we're going to change the way the earth functions, mm -hmm. but no, you are not. <laughs> yeah, it's like earthquake. He's the boss. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do about an earthquake? Do you like, right. hey, now stop that. Don't do that. Right. It's yeah, going to well, happen. Right now, as we're recording this, and by the time this airs, this would have happened, um, we have Hurricane Ian moving into Tampa. And I'm listening to right. all the, um, you know, weather people talk. And there one guy is like, 
mother nature is mother nature you cannot don't don't be stupid about this if your area is evacuated don't Mm -hmm. like this is you know you are not going to overpower mother nature and whatever she wants to do she wants to do and i'm i'm you know hope everything goes you know well for people out there going through this you know yeah that that hurricane i think is going to pass over loggerhead key Mm. and uh so we'll we'll see yeah, because uh, it's hitting the keys tonight, I believe, yeah. as we're recording. So, again, everyone, okay. sorry. I know this is going to be airing after oh. this effect. But you, okay. you were in Loggerhead Key. So that's the thing. You didn't you? You had to do all the what the you had to do all the like the NASA. Was it the NASA preparations? They gave uh, you like, FEMA, FEMA, FEMA. hurricane yeah. training. And uh, we, yeah, we did that. Well, uh, that's good, though. Turned out great. No hurricanes. Of course, that was in March. Mm-hmm. We went in March. And uh, if we had been there in September, like we were supposed to be, of course, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it would have been time to evacuate because, you know, but you that, can't stay, stay there that, in a hurricane. So that training uh, is is good knowledge to have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's really good. And and uh, I think there were three or four classes we had to take. And uh, of course, we got them all taken and uh, got cool. to go. And uh, before you go, you have to take that. That's a requirement. Yeah. So, so then you, you also need insurance in case, you know, you have to be evacuated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they also suggest trip insurance in case your trip gets camps, canceled. So you can recoup some of that money you that spent. That makes to get sense. There, so. Yeah, that yeah. makes I've, sense. You have had a really busy year. I mean, you did Loggerhead Key. You did yeah. Paris, yeah. right? Didn't you go to yeah. Paris too? Yes. And yes. then you got Hawaii volcanoes. I mean, but these are residencies, yeah. they're in depth and you're painting on site and then you still do more right. when you get home, right? There's, it doesn't oh, really right. end this is, for you. This is just the start. Yeah, I, uh, I loggerhead key in March, uh, Provence in uh, May. And that was at uh, NG Arts Creative Residency. And uh, that was an immersive experience. That was three weeks. And now Hawaii Volcanoes in September. So cool. <laughs> it's been quite a year, but wonderful. Mm. And these little, these little plein air, I call it, these are just plein air paintings. So mm. these are all executed in under two hours, sometimes in one hour. Uh, the smaller ones like this, this is one of the smaller ones. And this actually shows Mauna Loa, mm. the huge Beautiful. shield volcano that's the largest in the world. And mm. up on top is an observatory. Oh, wow. Right next to Mauna Loa is Mauna Kea. And there are a lot of observatories on Mauna Kea, too. And, and mm. my, I'm so sorry I'm mispronouncing all of these, but. <laughs> sounds good to me that's just me okay this oh look at that these are little four by six sketches and this is uh the pu hill <laughs> you go girl <laughs> this is on the byron ledge trail so kilauea erupted kilauea iki that's kilauea Iki means small. So this is the small crater next to the Kilauea crater. It erupted, mm-hmm. and this was back in the 1950s. And it wow. shot a stream of lava, a hundred and oh, 1900 feet in the air. Whoa! 
Wow. And so the fallout from that created created this hill. Wow. Can you and imagine? This, no, can you imagine? no. This this hill is is sacred to the Hawaiians, I and bet. of course, all of Hawaii is sacred to the Hawaiians. Of course. And so you're not to climb on this hill. You stay mm. back. Uh, cool. But it's it's an interesting hill because most of Hawaii is gray and because of the lava gray and brown and, mm -hmm. and so you get to really use your gray and black paint but uh they're on the byron ledge trail and the devastation trail the lava for some reason has turned to sort of a rust color like, wow. like was in the painting and that's i like i like this spot because it looked to me sort of like our ranch looks sometimes. I was going to say, isn't mm -hmm. that kind of, did you feel at yeah. home with that dirt that yeah, we have right. it here where we are recording right now? We're in uh, Rougemont, North Carolina, and the dirt changes. And then when you see red dirt, right. kind of reminds me of Africa. Yeah, when I was you see say, red dirt, Kenyan. there's ants there that are going to get go. you. It's Kenyan. There you go. Mm -hmm. So another thing I heard quite a bit from the natives and the rangers was that the earth shapes the people, the landscape shapes the people. That is true because mm. the, the landscape changes about every 50 miles. I know this is true in ranching. Ranching changes every 50 miles. They do things drift different. In 50 miles, the practices are going to change. The terrain changes. The soils change. The plants change. So you have to do things different. You have to adapt what That's you're true. doing to fit the land. You can't just say, here's what we're going to do. Now, you better listen to the land and let it tell you what you're going to do to work mm -hmm. with it. So, oh, I love this. This uh, is so yeah, interesting about you because cool. being, having the ranching background. And I mean, this oh. is a family history that you that it yeah. runs deep. And I know you do it in a very natural way. Um, yes. It's yeah. the same thing when I look at gardening where they tell you, oh, you know, go down to the big box store and they'll just think every succulent and cactus plant will grow in the desert. No, it doesn't work that way because we have all <laughs> no, these microclimates. So what will right. grow in mm -hmm. Tucson will not grow in Wink, Texas, where you are, right? It's just oh, not going to no. happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. There are plants from Arizona that will not grow yeah. where, where we are because we have freezes and it gets very cold. Arizona, they usually don't have a freeze that, that you know, their temperature swings are more towards the hot. Well, even, you know, um, one plant in one part of Arizona won't grow in another part of Arizona for the same reason because like there's the so Ponderosa many pines are yeah I think right. the largest stand of yeah. Ponderosa pines in the country or the world is in Flagstaff um then you can't take those to Tucson that's not gonna but no. you can in, in no. the surrounding areas maybe but like the Chiricahuas same. maybe but you know same in Hawaii so yeah there are the different areas that you know I was in the Ka'u region and there's also the Kona region. And Hawaii is sort of, you know, if you think of Hawaii as a pie shape, it's not exactly round, but it has a tall center. It's a, like a tall pie. And if you mm -hmm. start at the tip of Mauna Loa and cut a pie slice out, those that's kind of what the different regions look like. So mm -hmm. in within that pie slice, you've got every microclimate. So you go from the top where they, mm. where nothing grows and it's mm. Mauna Loa. And then you come down and they start growing coffee. 
and then you come a little further down and they start growing uh, uh, vegetables and pineapples. And then a little further down uh, there is where most of the towns are, sort of in the dividing line between mountains and plains, not plains, but a gentler slope. Mm -hmm. And then even further down, they start growing livestock. So, and then right on the coast in the Kau region, there's a wind farm and it's very dry. So every, wow. my, every huh. level, every level, the further you go up in elevation, every level has its own microclimate. And, yeah. you know, there can be several microclimates within one little, within the same yep. elevation. So mm -hmm. just a country full of microclimates. Amazing. So most of Hawaii is lava. So I can't remember the percentage, but you know, usually it's it's just gray like this. Yeah, oh, that's, so. that's lovely. Though. But look that's at those really clouds. Nice. Those clouds yeah. kind of remind me of Texas. Too. And, and that's another thing. Uh, the trees growing any, in the lava. Yeah, when the mm -hmm. whatever color your soil is in the landscape is going to reflect off all the surfaces. So it'll reflect off the clouds, the trees, mm -hmm. it'll reflect off you onto your canvas. You know, if you've mm -hmm. got a lot of shirt on, you're casting a certain color light on your canvas. So mm -hmm. when the light hits this gray lava, it's sort of reflecting gray everywhere. So it is a little bit of a challenge, but you can see the warm grays in the bottom of the clouds. Mm. So your clouds will be warm on the bottom and then kind of that warm gray and then they'll they get a little lighter. And then on top, they're more blue because they're reflecting the light from up above. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same, that's true of any object. The closer you get to the ground, you're gonna warm up that object because it's mm. reflecting light from the ground. Uh, and then the further you get up in a tree, for instance, you're going to be reflecting light from the sky, which will be bluer. So, uh, and this goes in photography too, big time. And that's why sure. we have to play Photoshop later or whatever you do, <laughs> because it does change. It does what Changes you see and, and what the camera sees are two different things. It's interesting. Oh, so totally different. I love photography, mm -hmm. but I cannot, I can work from a photograph, but it is so much easier if I go. Mm -hmm and collect the resources, collect the colors, the drawings and stuff. And then so, come that's back how, and just, so you're you know, working off of the plain air paintings uh -huh. to make the bigger paintings notes. because you've already gone, this is my yeah. color. And so you can right. look at that. So way you've done, color. like yeah. you can see the color mm -hmm. and you don't have to sit there and say, here's the color recipe. I know how I, how I made that color. Right, it's sort of your cheat sheet. So I'll use, I'll use mm -hmm. the, the paintings and then I I'll also, that. Take photographs. I will use photographs as a reference tool, mm -hmm. and then also uh, any notes, uh, mm -hmm. drawings. So this is this is just your cheat sheet for when you go back into the studio. Now there is another part of Hawaii Volcanoes National Park that is that used to be a ranch, and this is from the Kahuku unit. Mm -hmm. I would go I would go there Thursday through Sunday because that's when it's open. Uh, Ranger Wendy went on her ranger tour, it was wonderful. And what is really neat about that is that the Hawaiians show respect to the land and they show respect to the forest. So before we went on her ranger tour, we stopped 
we cleaned off our shoes because there is a there's a, a rapid ohia death they call it rod that comes in on a fungus and and yet they oh. don't want that going in there so you brush your shoes off you spray them down with alcohol and then she sang a sort of a chant to the forest oh, in nice. Hawaii showing respect and asking permission to enter oh, oh it, was, awesome. it was beautiful beautiful that's nice now that's beautiful mm -hmm. I think there's but, something to be connected with that I mean there's there it's interesting just even you know farming you know you're you're a rancher and we're on this little little farm compared to what you do you know but if you go to pick a plant like the eggplant that i've been picking there's mm -hmm. a plant that says no i'm not ready don't take me and if you communicate i know it sounds weird and woo woo but it's true if you communicate with the plants they'll let you just pick them you don't even need yeah, to tell, you know what i mean it's like there's a tell them it's time it's time to be picked and, it's come know. on babies we're going and there's a communication and i think that um our cultural peoples the indigenous peoples really understand that connection and we tend to forget to communicate with nature even in just right. our own way we'll have a conversation between people but i talked to nancy saying with the chickens before you came on the show. i know she I'm was teaching them. Oh, fun. And now there's fun. so much fun. <laughs> but but that's said, but it's an important it. part. You're right. It, when uh most people go to the grocery store to pick up mm -hmm. their vegetables, so they don't get mm -hmm. to commune with with the plant much and they go they, to the grocery store and get their meat or whatever protein yeah, they're the, gonna the get. The plants, the plants are living beings, creatures, whatever you want to call them. They're alive, right. they're not dead. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. you know. I just remember reading The Secret Life of Plants. And ever since I read that book, I'm like really careful. One of my so, yeah, because, I mean, you know, are you hurting a plant? Are you shocking them? What are you doing to them? You know, and so it's all like, right. You know, right. do you talk to your cattle? Oh, you yes. Better. I tell them, I tell them <laughs> yeah. what to do all the time. And mm -hmm. it's funny, but it works. So mm -hmm. if we want them to go through a gate, I'll say, okay, y'all go through that gate. In point and sometimes they'll go but i think there's a point that because i mean kids aren't always going to do what you say either right so it's kind of right. that thing like the chickens are that way and i just feel like if we take time there's a connectivity and i think that's something mm -hmm. as an artist when you're painting and plain air painting and i want to go back to cleaning your shoes mm -hmm. too on that this this you know farm chair you're right. talking about but as you're painting do you start to feel a like a deeper connection with nature and your surroundings because you've slowed down and you're observing and you're not just right. taking it in, but you're also outputting? Right. I, I do. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I, you know, a lot of the times in Hawaii, there were there are a lot of tourists. There weren't, weren't so many this time. And that's good. I mean, tourists are wonderful but a lot of them don't have the time to spend that I did. And I'm so appreciative to the National Parks Arts Foundation for giving artists this chance to go in and spend time in a park and absorb what that park's going to tell them. So if you get out there and start painting, it gets quiet. And sometimes animals will walk by. Mm -hmm. They won't even know you're there. The birds will start chirping. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the rangers said, if you're quiet, while you're watching the lava, sometimes you can hear it. You know, you'll be a mile or two away, 
but she said sometimes you can hear it. I never was able to hear it, but that's uh, hmm. probably because uh, well, uh, of hearing loss. But, <laughs> but it could be kind of scary to hear it. You're all like, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Well, <laughs> right, right. Hmm. But yeah, you you get to, when you spend time, you start to notice things. You and it it just you do it kind of flows from nature through your brush, through your brain, through mm -hmm. your hand, through your brush onto but the canvas. It's very it's, authentic. It's attention to detail that normally you walk by. That's, you know, to me, that's what an artist does is attention to detail so that people who are too busy to pay attention to detail will stop once in a while, look at a painting and get it. Right. Art, art is nothing but knowing how to see or learning mm -hmm. how to see and mm -hmm. trying to help other people see. Mm -hmm. Interpreters. Yeah. yeah. Creative interpreters. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's storytelling. And, and that's the, the greatest way. And I think it's, yeah, I love your art. I think this is so, I, we really got to come see you when we get through Texas this coming year. Because <laughs> you never know, you'll yeah. be somewhere else, you know. But it's, it's <laughs> you know, I, I want to just, closing this because this is a you you've done a repeat place which i think is you know amazing and i know some artists have done that you know and and there's something to be followed up it's like i don't think oh, i yeah. mean whenever yeah. you leave do you always feel like you're not done yet like you're right. oh, it's a month you still right. like you need to go I'm, back yeah. i'm not done yet <laughs> you could spend a lifetime in hawaii mm -hmm. and not be done Absolutely, because so, it changes. Yeah. Nature changes hour by hour, sometimes minute by minute. Right. The I, I want to go back. Moving. The oh, sky right. moves, you know, it it, and it's different. Yeah, it changes it, every season, changes it. Yeah, it's so that, it just it keeps changing. So there's no way you're going to see it all, but you can right. try. You can try. Right. Now, this, I wanted to tell you, this is the Ohia yes. tree. Very okay. interesting tree. Uh, the rapid ohia death is what they're, it's comes in on a fungus. So mm -hmm. uh, that's why you brush your shoes off and spray them with, I think it's uh, al uh, rubbing alcohol mm -hmm. so that you don't bring that fungus in. Uh, and rapid ohia death, there's no cure uh, except to keep that fungus out. And you don't know the tree has it until it's dead. So oh, it, it can go from alive to dead. Mm -hmm. And you just, there's nothing you can do. Uh, but so the ohia tree is the first tree to come back on fresh lava and it's a polymorphic tree so it can take many forms it can be a small little shrub or it can grow 100 feet tall wow so uh and have flowers sometimes they're red sometimes orange and uh, wow you can have a lot of flowers or a few flowers it's a beautiful tree wow but it's amazing I don't know that how it they grow in lava. the lava. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, crazy. that, that blows it's my mind. It's indigenous to Hawaii. It grows nowhere else in the world. There's close relative in New Zealand. And it's the hmm. the honey creeper bird likes this tree. Another unique thing about the tree is that it has blossoms that will close up when hmm. H2S gas gets there gets to be too much H2S gas in the air from the volcano. Wow. And it'll close up so it won't absorb that. That's why it's able to come back wow. right beside a volcano on the fresh That's lava. That's amazing. It creates a microclimate for other seeds 
underneath it wow. and other seeds can sprout. So it's, so it's a neat tree. So wait, Wonderful. it's farting. <laughs> that's, no, that's crazy. It's a that's clean amazing. Fart. <laughs> Sorry, wow. I had to go yeah. there. But I yeah. mean, but, well, that's a, but I mean, it is in a way. It's creating this extra Lisa. gas uh, gaseous exchange for the yeah. other. Yeah, well, it's, other, it's uh, taking the H two S out of the air and, and recycling it. So the volcano on in the steam vents or in in the when, when the volcano erupts, it's it's spewing all kinds of gases out into the air and it's always doing that. So when the buildings were built around uh, Kilauea Crater, they were built on the upwind side. And so all the gases flow out the other side. Sometimes the wind switches and they, of course have measures, they'll evacuate everything, but that's not often at all, very mm -hmm. rarely. And uh, mm -hmm. there's, there's gases you don't want to, you don't want to breathe so right sure i was gonna say yeah because gas i mean it's not i mean as natural as they are may not be good for the body you know it's not <laughs> everything that's natural does not mean you know don't eat those purple berries sometimes you know what i mean right. just because it's natural right. doesn't mean it's okay you know that's right. going, going back to that fungus it's something we've seen in a lot of parks now mm -hmm. that they're getting you to clean off your shoes, they have like a boot brush and things like that. And okay. we're seeing more and more mm -hmm. about that. Like even Saguaro National Park in Tucson has it. Um, and oh. you also think about what it, where did you put your backpack last? Did you put it down somewhere? Did something right. climb onto that? Are you taking right. it somewhere? So a lot mm -hmm. of us are doing road trips with parks. I mean, look at Nancy and I. I mean, mm -hmm. we could be the ultimate carriers of something, you know, and we don't want to be. So it is about <laughs> cleaning your shoes. No, but mm -hmm. I, I really mean this. Um, when people travel across the country, they do these road trips according to national parks, and they can end up taking an invasive species that was fine. Oh, it wasn't yeah. invasive over yeah. here, but now it is over there. So right. even if the parks don't have the setup to brush your shoes and everything, think about sure. doing it before you get somewhere, like brush mm -hmm. them off in the place that you're in, like brush them off, put your feet in the car, then go, you know, to your next destination, yeah, yeah. because it really right. is a situation um, yes, across the country is. that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. Oh, we travel right. so much. You don't want to be carrying seed from, from one place to the next. Mm -hmm. It might be an invasive species that the the farmer or rancher does not want on well, this range. There's so, that, that disease that's killing bats. So, and that comes right. in on people's feet. Right. That's right. a so, when, too, I think. You know, yeah. When equipment yeah. comes on our ranch, we have them do a weed wash. Like when a dozer or anything like that comes in on the ranch, they have to do a weed wash, which means ah. they wash the undercarriage in the vehicle and make sure there are no seeds up under mm. there because we don't want invasive plants planted all over our ranch that's exactly that's, we're supposed to be protecting it and that's part mm. of that mm. oh my gosh i can't wait to come hang that's out so with cool. you and talk about ranching and, and working with the <laughs> land because it's such an important thing we've done so many interviews so about important. it because yeah. you know we can't get rid of farms and ranching because we do have to eat but there, there's practices that have been negative and positive You're your you farmers know. and ranchers, they have lived with that land. That land takes care of them. And they are going to do everything in their power to protect that land. They yeah. are going to take care of it because it's probably going to be passed down in their family and mm -hmm. they want their grandkids. They're not making decisions but for, as to what's best for them. They're making decisions way down the line, their grandkids and their grandkids' kids. 
So mm -hmm. we don't, we protect, we live in the shifting sands region. And uh, if you drive over that or disturb the soil, the wind starts blowing the sand around and nothing will grow. It'll just create a sand hill. And that has happened in several places. And, wow. and people mm -hmm. don't understand, they, why can't we come in and, and make, uh, you know, smooth out this rough spot? No, no, you can't. It's not the <laughs> just way leave it, it alone. That's, where nature, that's nature's breathing space. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? I think yeah. Yeah, this is, it is interesting. And I, I think that the parks, there's a, there's an, that's what's so fascinating to me. Obviously we love your art. I mean, everyone go to com. Okay. Please <laughs> L-E-A. I mean, L-E-E-S-E, -E -E, not like a land lease. L-E-E-S-E. -E -E. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but what's so interesting is that you're, you're connecting parks and that, preservation and interpretation with what is yeah. going on in the ranching world too because there's an interpretation that needs to happen with that too so I think there's exactly. so many connections with what you're doing mm -hmm. in art that connect back to your family heritage of farming and, and ranching and into yeah. preservation of our land for people and for the planet so it's just cool man yeah. it's always good to see you Alice mm -hmm. oh great to see you Lisa and Nancy you're looking mm -hmm. good you too, you too. Thank you. And listen, you're a grandma, so congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, That's you look you. like a grandma. I'm just gonna say that, but you know. <laughs> Thank you. you. Well. Oh, she's <laughs> wonderful. She is wonderful. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just saying it. It just, yeah, you. It's exciting to have a, a baby in in the you know oh, yeah. in in yeah. the household and in the arms. And so, yeah. where do you think you're going next? Are you hanging out in Texas for a while now that your grandma? I'm gonna. Or? I'm gonna stay around for a while because I am a grandma. But of That's course, it. I'll I'll be applying. I'm gonna head down to the Big Bend next uh, for a plane air trip, and then I'm gonna be up in Oklahoma City at Small Works Great Wonders, uh, and then there's another show opening here in Texas somewhere. It's called Wildflowers, so I'll be at that one too. So try Everyone to stick around busy. close. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Uh, keep up with Alice, uh, alicelease.com, and you're on Instagram, Facebook, right? Twitter? Yes. Yeah. She's all over the place. So just connect with her, especially go to her <laughs> website and watch for her events and, and exhibits and say hi to Rob for us, okay? I sure will. Cool. Right. Thank you. Thanks so much, everyone. Again, the National Parks Arts Foundation. We do this show every first Friday. Keep up with them at nationalparksartsfoundation.org and apply if you're an artist, a writer, poet, dancer, you know, it, whatever you do in the arts, I encourage you. I know Alice, right? Yeah. Do it. Right. Oh, yeah. Keep do applying. You'll, you'll, I mean, it'll, you'll surprise you. Yeah, you'll it's amazing. It. Um, just all the stories we've gathered over the years and, and conversations with artists of all of all styles um, have really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. And it's really changed their career and their creative process. It's not just the career part. It, it's a little bit of everything. So it's, check it it's out. It's pivotal. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it'll, it'll change your life. Yeah. That's, awesome. uh, that's awesome. And everyone keep up with us at mm -hmm. bigblendradio.com. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>